Yo, 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 what's up, baby? Welcome to another episode of Selena's Underground Podcast. Your look at Selena's news, events, bands, everybody. Uh, but yeah, anyway, this week we are going to talk about bands, and we got we got the Rudians in the house today. What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, what that up? Quick intro, hey, that quick intro, that fucking quick intro. Yeah, dude, again, I'm telling you, I'm kind of intimidated because there's, there's like, they brought themselves and their cousins and their brothers, and it's just like, like it's like a clown car in the studio right now. Everybody's packed. Somebody's making tacos in the corner, dude. It's like crazy. You guys roll, you guys roll cool, man. But anyway, welcome to the show. This is Thank fucking you. cool. It's a long time coming. Have, we never had you on, right? We did one. Maybe it was like an impromptu. We're at the pub all yeah, drunk yeah, it was and a pub shit. One. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That was a while back. Yeah, now we're drinking coffee and we have a studio. We have water. It's a little bit. We're a little bit <laughs> different now. Yeah, yeah. Now, now we're a little bit different. But anyway, welcome you guys. So, we got to start at the beginning. It's weird because I want to tell like I feel like everyone knows this story. They're gonna listen to this like, "What's the fucking Rudians? Like, they're way more famous than you, dog. Like, we already know this shit." Dog. But for anyone that might not know, might not be familiar with Rudians, when did you guys come together? When was it, guys? Was it pre-COVID? Yeah, it was pre-COVID. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the big time frame now. 2018. Yeah, at the start of 2018. Yeah, January. We started at our friend's loft. So we started practicing there, playing there. In Gilroy. In Gilroy? Shout, Shout out. out to Adam. Yo, yeah. Adam, Coyote out there in Texas <laughs> keeping it down. Yeah, much love. Basically, you know, and- Adam, he was like our photographer at the time. And he was like, yo, just come through to my house and we'll... Record jam couple. out yeah jam out hang out there was no plan of putting a band together i mean there was it's just we I mean, musicians always want to be in band. yeah right yeah it's always we just recorded every single session that we had and then just would listen back it's like is that a song and then we came up with like a hundred songs and you know <laughs> in weeks <laughs> and dude how many have those been how many have those been published you guys are like prints you guys are like you guys are like the prints of local freaking bands yeah. you're, you're, oh dude that's so in 2018 you guys are jamming out at a photographer's house yeah and you guys are like all right we got a couple hundred songs <laughs> <laughs> two weeks into this yep but and and then at that point you you were the rudians already you had that name you had everything or, like, I guess what, what I'm trying to say is, did you guys know each other from before then? I'm not trying to get, I mean, we'll be here for hours if we get into everybody's personal history, which that's what we're going to do. No, <laughs> no but, uh, but before this, because, uh, again, I'm just picturing just a, a photographer and then, and then one person shows up and then, like, another guy picks up a sax or something. Someone picks up an accordion or some shit. And all of a sudden you guys are like, oh, we're jamming, we're a band. Or did you guys already kind of know you guys yeah, played so we, music from before? We've been playing together since 2015. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, based off of mutual friends, someone invites someone else over and, you know, someone played that corner of an instrument that wasn't a part of the band at that one time. And then just as time went on, here we are. And then how long after you started playing the, did you do your first show? I think it was a full year. Yeah. yeah. I think it was around Christmas time. The Catalyst upstairs. Yeah. We kind of decided yeah. within ourselves, we're like, you know what? The other project ended. We were going to get together, you know, the same members that were in that band are the ones that are here with the exception of Steve, our, our drummer who's not here today um, at the time was Izzy, and now we have Ace here with us. Basically, yeah, the same the same members that were playing music when the previous band said, hey, you know what, that band is like closed, let's close the, the book on that, and let's move forward and, you know, start our own thing. So just like the other session, we were like, let's give ourselves a year's time 
you know, so we can get new material, practice, sound good. Because, I mean, there's nothing worse than going to your first gig and sounding terrible. So, yeah, so it took about a year, I would say, for sure. And, again, so that, okay, so this whole year, you guys already had plans of, like, yeah, we're going to go out there and we're doing shows and all that. We're not just, like, a jam session band, you know? Like, right. the whole point was to, at some point, go out there. Damn, that's fucking for a, a year. Dude, that was right, a year before pandemic. How the hell did that affect the freaking shows? Obviously, tremendously, right? But has that, has that started coming back? We were, we were about to play the Hot Cheeto Fest up in San Jose. What the fuck's a Hot Cheeto Fest? Well, that, that's the celebration with music. Hot Cheetos. It did not come to fruition. That was like right at the deadline. And we we're kind of watching what was happening in the news. And we were not optimistic. But then what happened happened. Yeah. We, we did keep practicing, though. We kept. Prestigious uh, we Hot Cheeto Festival. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Oscars. We had Snacks. recorded like right before that, a couple months before. So it was just good luck that at least we had material to work in. We reached out to our friend Juan in Chile and asked him, like, yo, can you mix this stuff? He's like, sure. I mean, like, everything's locked down. I'm in the studio. Why not? (laughs) Well, and actually, speaking of that, for people, again, for the five people that are listening to this that haven't heard your music, (laughs) what what could they expect? Well, you know, because the simplest thing is to say, oh, it's a reggae band, but that shit's so encompassing that could you know i bet most people would think of start thinking of like bob marley or something right but your shows couldn't be more different than that yeah you know so but what 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 can people expect or how do you guys describe your music i would say like this right it's not typical you get me there's like there's that photocopy reggae and we don't really encompass that and the thing is we bring an originality because me myself i met the guys a couple of years after they got together I was invited to a session, and with that session, we went ahead and uh, we just jammed, you know. So what I do as a songwriter, I bring in my energy and my stories, you know. Then the band, basically most of our songs, I would tell you 90% of the songs we have above were freestyles. I've written, I've written for years, but there's a certain energy when we play, we jam out, and I just feel a certain place, and then we just put together a song from that. So I will say 90% of the songs were never written down before they were heard. You know, there's just some sort of a blessing that I have as a gift. So when the guys put their work together and it comes out quite well. So our songs, our music, yeah, you'll get a bass of reggae, but then you'll get rock, blues, jazz. You know what I mean? You'll get the salsa, you'll get the ska. You get me so it's a band with musicians. So you can't trap us in one place, but you can be familiar in an area. Dude, yeah, that's a great... Because, again, th- there's there's a lot of dancing at your shows, you know? And that. Dude, and now I'm curious about the the songwriting part of it. So you're saying it's it's a, a freestyle kind of way. Is it is it usually like the some music is going and then some lyrics come to you, or do you have a couple lyrics and then the music comes out, or it's a combination of both? I would say. Um, there's been many times where the guys just take off, and I'm in a certain good mood. You know what I mean? Come with <laughs> a good mood, and you just feel what you feel. And there's other times where you may have an idea. And then we'll piece together the idea for the music, all right? And they'll go back and maybe write over it. But most of it is just going to be freestyle. It's off inspiration, but basically it's off life of me. When I write, I write for my experiences, but I also try to make sure that we write for a band, meaning it's not Terry and we are always going to completely be the Rudians. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's one song I tell you that's different. It's Generation X. That tells a story of me, right? The guys enjoyed that. 
So they wanted to play that that music. I personally wasn't bringing it to the band because it wasn't a band song. It was something I wrote for myself, you know. So yeah. at the end of the day, that's how we come together. It's very natural. It's just very blessed, bro. I'll be honest with you. It's a blessing. Yeah, I would say each instrument at a time, it's a freestyle. Like, yeah. then each and every song, it's just what was the person feeling at the time. And that's just what we rolled with. And then, so what's everybody's background in music? Like, nobody, I feel like not everyone's like, oh, yeah, we all have a reggae background. Why well, no Bono? And I, well, I call you Bono, Geo, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what, which nickname we use for this band. But, okay. um, but, but I know, you know, like, you're basically a metalhead, you know? You're just a metalhead, Definitely but you're playing metalhead, reggae. But what about all you other guys? Uh, myself, guys I've, I've been on the keyboard since, well, I did percussion back when I was, like elementary school, middle school. And then it was up until 14, I ha- came across, um, I think it was called EJ or something like that. But it was like a looped program or whatnot with, with engineering and producing and whatnot. And then as time went on, like my main inspiration is is old school music, SOS band, Gap band, like the whole G-Funk, Warren oh, okay. G, DJ yeah. Quick type of thing. And that that's my inspiration. That's what originally what I started producing. And then just, and then growing up with reggae music, I mean, it's just an easy connector and being able to to tie the the two I mean, the concept and, and knowledge of playing music to running it back on reggae music. So, I, yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. But right. Well, yeah, I mean, you've been in music since uh, since you were a kid, right? Like, right. I mean, it didn't matter what it was. Yeah, since you, you were percussions and, yeah. and you were in elementary school, <laughs> then that's been a while. Yeah, at least for me, it was also metal. Metal and then hip-hop had so combination of both. Yeah, for me, it was like hardcore, death metal. I listened to a lot of stuff, too, like country, you know, hip-hop. Uh, I listen to some classical stuff, jazz, like you name it. I like I like a bunch of different styles because I feel like musically, you can kind of take parts from that, from those experiences, and kind of blend it into your own little thing, make your own little baby. Yeah. For instance, you know. Well, dude, I find it so interesting because again, a lot of people would think like, "Nah, dude, I live in reggae." You know, I got all the classic vinyl and all that. You know, and no, it's and just like true. it's just I good mean, music. Like any genre, you know, there's some true diehards that it's that and only that. You know, and you know, without being disrespectful or you know, just coming into the scene and saying, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do," you know, we're also kind of paying respect to that by keeping like the sound true. You know, not you know thinking that we know it all. But like these guys said, you know, it's just a combination of a bunch of different styles that kind of it kind of self-defines itself. I know it's weird. And I know the last time we did this podcast, I was kind of trying to describe us to and it was like the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Yeah, because to me, again, I, I feel like calling it reggae is really miscategorizing it, you know, because, yeah. again, it does have that influence. If, if you hear it like it's obviously yeah heavily influenced by that, but it's so much different than that. It's music. It's so it's so weird because it is. It, it's hard to describe. Like it's definitely not metal. You could easily say that, right. you know, because it doesn't have the drums. You know, the, the right, drummer right, right. Loud. Kick Yeah, exactly. But it is just really kind of Caribbean, I guess, style of like relaxed, chill music, but that you can dance to. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I mean, uh, Neil, what, what do you got going on over there? So I'm the saxophone player. Uh, I would say that. I didn't really start off in reggae, and I wasn't actually into like metal quite as much as these guys. I listened <laughs> maybe a, lo- a little bit back in the day, but I, I play like the jazz in school. I uh, get, do lessons and play all these different things. I started doing actually a lot more Latin music about 14 years ago. I'm in a salsa band also, so like salsa, bachata, merengue, cha cha. So I got into that, and I was doing that. I did a little bit of reggae with some guys I met from Hawaii when I was in in college. 
but not super deep into reggae, kind of more like Latin music, jazz. I listen to a lot of like Maceo Parker, Stanley Turrentine, different saxophone players. So I think sometimes people describe like how I play as more like on a funk side or more like the jazzy side. And then with the Latin influence. Once I started playing reggae, though, I, I really enjoy the styles that I've heard, the different bands. Like we've seen like Catch a Fire, Dread Marai. And I've been like introduced to new music from the guys in the band, like Gio and Steve and Benzo with like the metal. I've heard some different things, some different <laughs> reggae. With Terry, he has a he has like connections to music from like London, from the from the islands and everything. So I, I think I've learned more about the styles of reggae and try and connect it with it more. But I also have where I kind of came from. Dude, and do you guys actually kind of answer that? But does you guys ever do that? Like you like have a Gio. I'm like, looking at you on the podcast um like, like you find a cool metal song or something and you show up and it's just like deep cut you know you show up to the to the practice the and time. be like y'all got oh, okay. <laughs> every time oh, okay <laughs> it, it's a must it's also it's keeping up with music man yeah. whatever whatever it is if i mean if there's a good track out there doesn't matter brutal tech death some crazy death metal from norway that never saw light <laughs> crazy stuff you know why not you know expand the mind a bit and even if it's just white noise to you, someone else is like super about it. And, you know, it, what's trippy is that a lot of these bands, a lot of these different underground bands that are, you know, crossing over, because I would consider us pretty underground. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, we're not too known or anything like that, especially coming from Salinas and everything is kind of unexpected. You know, it's fun to to cross over like these bands that come from like the international that no one here has a freaking clue what what they're about and everything. And they might even just step one day and then they go back home. You know what I mean? It's part of that where if you if you listen to it, you caught in that moment, then that's it. You know, so we're trying to we're trying to take that energy everywhere we play, do it together and kind of, you know, influence each other, because if. If you're just stagnant in one genre, you're not going to really progress, you know? Yeah, I would say it's the same as you said about describing our sound. All of these underground bands, it's music, it's raw, and the base of it might be metal, might be death metal, might be hardcore, might be hip-hop or R&B, but you, when you hear music and you know that it's clicking, you're just like, that is good. Right. Dude, that's what I love about again modern music is that the world has shrunk in that way. Is that we you could listen to all this like a Norwegian death metal kind of stuff, and dude, the one thing that bugs me is, I mean, it's like a hipster thing to say, but like, oh, there's no you know no good music. You know, obviously you see it in the YouTube comments where like it's an old <laughs> classic song. You know, it's like, oh, this was the good era of music. Right, Nobody right, does right. good music nowadays. <laughs> and you're like, Are you fucking kidding me? Go to go to shows at small bars on weekends. Like people doing great music all the time and yeah so that this is i don't know where the hell i got that i wanted to just start yelling at youtube commenters <laughs> and that completely threw me the fuck off but anyway i guess what i'm trying to say is that's what's cool is that it's hard to describe your kind of music because of that you know again 40 50 years ago you're like oh yeah we play rock and roll we, we play this because there was you know you, you couldn't listen to what they were doing in spain right. or or parts of africa or whatever but now you can listen to that and get influenced by that so you're like yeah we can't really say it's reggae because again there's a lot of blues influence there as well or something so it's kind of cool that it's kind of hard to describe because it's like building a, a whole new genre i think for me like i like what you said about hard to describe and the guys know that We've been hearing that we have a certain sound. Right, I don't know what that sound is, but it's, uh, it's intriguing to people. So when you try to explain it, the best way to explain it is to tell you people come to a show. Mm -hmm. 
Because yeah. a different kind of energy, like for me, you know, to answer your question about background in music, I can't tell you I really got one. You know what I mean? Like uh, they call me the singer, right? But I don't like the title singer. I like MC. Come from a rapping background, dancehall background, you know what I mean? So I never took a singing lesson. I like to call myself a vocalizer. What sounds good you get. You get me? So you, yeah. there's no there's no disrespect to singers because there's qualified singers out there. Trust me, I've been to shows where men's are just different. And so is the band. But it's different, the same, bruv. You get me? So now after a couple of songs, oh, we know you. Yeah, with us, each song steps differently and every song has a different vocal because every song's a different emotion. So I ain't yeah. going to give you an energy song and dance in the same way I give you a song about making a love thing. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, there's a certain character that goes into every song and that character must come through the vocal. So you're acting without acting yet yeah. and your words are painting out a picture. So we tell stories. It ain't just some random song you're going to get. There's a story behind everything or I could like to call it actual. These things actually happened. You know what I mean? So that's where we come in. That's how I come in. I come from listening to Elvis Presley, to Sex Pistols, to Bob Marley, to all kind of different men. Because in England, it was a music mecca. Oh, hell yeah. And I came up in the 70s, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm the OG in the band. You get me? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh at the, the, the age, but that era in music. It's a yeah. respect, because what the age does is bring the experience to the new youth. So now, yeah, I come from like 2002... Monterey Bay Reggae Festival energy. You get me like both main stage teams with bands from uh, Salinas. So what happens for me now, I get a re-life. And my young soldiers come and they play the music. So I bring them the experience. And experience is, is led by youth. And youth is led by experience. So we share each other. We share what we can do together. And that's what makes the brilliance, brother. And you're going to get energy when you come to a show. So I'm just going to put it out there. If you haven't seen us, it's not a braggadon thing. You don't need to brag, brother. Everyone keeps it copacetic. What it is is what the people are saying. This band's different. And we're all searching for a bit of difference, right? You know what I mean? And back to your question of the pandemic, that thing there messed us up. We were supposed to do a Father's Day thing with Expendables, right? And men like me caught COVID. We, like four of us caught COVID. And two of us caught it extra bad. Actually, that, that same weekend that the like lockdowns went in, we were supposed to do a local show at XL, XL. with Sofa Queen. Uh, Sofa Queen, yeah, shouts and, to the Sofa Queen. And we were all on a, on a group text watching the news, and they're like, yo, are we still doing it? Is it still going? Yeah. And it was just like, you know, hey, let's be responsible and not do it, you know? Which sucked because we, like, practiced pretty hard. Yes. It was going to be cool, a collaboration of, again, the local scene, right? You know, XL said, okay, we're down to host you guys. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Sofa was down to do tracks with us. You know, it was the first time that we were actually breaking uh, together to try to make an, an event happen for ourselves, for the community, for here, for Salinas. And then uh, literally a pandemic had to stop yeah. the situation. So, I mean, you know, since then, yeah, we were doing the Expandable Father's Day show. Yes, yes. A couple of us got COVID. And even after that, I mean, it hit everyone differently, you know. So you add on another, what, six to nine months of just waiting to, and recovering. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's, it's been a journey, that's for sure. Especially during the Sofa Queen is a poet. Times. So you see the difference now? She's a poet. I've seen her for years. She's a rough poet at the east side. You understand me? She's yeah. wicked. You get me? And so the band now play for her. And so you got that difference in our show. We actually end up doing that at the XL anyway. Right. We end up doing it. But yeah, so that's the difference that like the band will take on different situations, different acts, you know what I'm saying? Especially locally. I feel like you should push the local. You know what I mean? I feel, I feel like at the end of the day, it's hard to catch local support. But when it comes, you, you feel it, and we respect that. 
Dude, and speaking of local, we have a big-ass local show that you guys just played, and I want to I wanna know about this. You played Cali Roots this year, right? Yes. Dude, and that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah congratulations. That was, that was freaking cute. That was cute. a big up, too. Because, yeah, like, like I said, I don't, I'm not that big in the reggae. And even calling that a reggae show, that it's such a such an eclectic show. Uh, but, again, I thought it was just a big regional show. I didn't wear, this is like a global, you know, music event or music weekend. It really kicks yes. off kind of the, the summer music festival season. And, uh, yeah, and you guys played it this year, dude. What was that like? It was amazing, man. Like, <laughs> it was like, it's like the first time a kid went to a candy store. <laughs> and your eyes just glow up at the experience, watching other people's faces, enjoy your music, for one, uh, enjoying other bands that, you know, you enjoy yourself, and just being there with family, friends, you know, the band. I felt like that was a really amazing experience for, for all of us, especially myself. I will speak, say, as a band, yeah, top-line business. <laughs> you can't lie about it, Bob. You, you know, we still feel it. You get me? They just released a live performance on Sugar Shack, you know, going on two weeks this Friday. Yep. So for us, when we got the announcement, right, the energy was good, but we couldn't say anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? We wanted to say Yeah, I think, hell I think, yeah. I, I think we everybody. put it out a little bit too early one time, but still, they gave us a pass. <laughs> you you caught it. We did it a little early, but it was exciting for us, especially for me. Again, like I said, it's, it's like a rejuvenation. You understand me? And when they told you you can play that show, like you said, it's international. Yeah, we're local, yeah. But we get to show what the city has for our young performers for, to let them know that you can achieve dreams because for some reason you're measured by California roots. Good measurement. It is. It's honest. It's fair. So when we got that call, bub, we worked hard for that call, bub. It was the people that got us there. So that was the, that was the, the brilliance, right? It's that like you know you got there by what? By support. Okay, that's what you do on your own, bub. Without the people, you don't function. Yeah. So this music isn't done for self, bub. We do what we do, yeah, tiresome nights. And what we do is for the people, for them to come and get in a different experience. When you come on a weekend, your night's going to end differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we like to do. So for us, playing that, like for me personally, bang on. I'm going to live on that forever. Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep it honest. Yeah, and that, that was the best part about that, too, because there was family and friends that made it a purpose and point to be there, obviously, for us. They've been doing it for the past few years now. But that, that was like a, a capitalization for everybody that's been on this train with us through all the, the rainy days, through the COVID stuff, the dark nights, however you want to put it. Everyone has been there from the, literally from the jump. And they, they rode that whole train all the way to Calories with us. So, I mean, it, with my, for my band, my guys, huge accomplishment. Individually, I, I can't, I don't think I can live up to that. I mean, I want to go tour and play music in Europe and stuff like that. But that for me locally was, was it. And then to see the kids, the families, the the wise and the elders there that were there hanging out and just spending that 20 minutes with us for that time, I, undescribable for sure. Oh my God. I'll be on you, bro. You yeah. I'm like, let you guys go. This is, yeah, this is your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a trip, man. Honestly, yeah. Going to Kelly Roots, I haven't, I wasn't, I didn't go to all of them since the start. I started going 2016. It was with a group of friends, you know, we're from a small town here in the Salinas Valley called Chular. And um, they're like, hey, you want to go to a music festival? Why not? You know, and it was one of the early experiences other than like the Shoreline Amphitheater in, in Cupertino, stuff like that, where you see all day music, you know, all day music. And it was reggae and it was something new to me because I wasn't into like reggae, particularly obviously the classics, right? Yeah. Steel Pulse, Gregory, you name them. 
everyone knows those, but like this was like a new wave of, of reggae coming in, right? So we go to this thing and you know, you start seeing the, the same people, the same people are keeping up this tradition, they're really pushing it. Shout out to to David Malabox. He's been there since the jump, even before on our previous projects, and he was just kind of gaming us up to let us know, like, hey, this band's doing this, this band's doing that. You know, this is how it works here in Salinas or Monterey County or just basically this whole area, right? He's the one that does the show? No, no, no. He's just... Oh. He I recognize just, that name he's, as a, he's a follower. He's been to all of them. You know, he has a Kelly Roots tattoo on him. Oh, you damn. Know? So he's, he's with it, you know? Hell yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's deep in it. And I mean, and like I said, you know, there are those purists who are about the scene that you don't want to necessarily just kind of step on. But as a group, I'm super proud of these guys, you know, because, you know, we have worked really hard and you know with with a pandemic in full still going on honestly right people are still yeah. getting sick there's new shit going on but you know we, we persevered we we kept at it you know one of the one of the sing, one of the songs lyrics says uh we have a dream right and we won't retire doesn't matter you know whether your dream is to play music or whatever you know follow it fuck it you know, these guys all share the same one. So we came together and said, we're going to keep fucking rocking it despite of everything. And even before playing Cali Roots, we had played the Monterey County Fairgrounds for like the fair, for the Monterey County Fair. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to go to the fair anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go play yeah, some music, you know? And, you know, it's, it's cool to interact with families. You see the youth. Again, you see people who are going to be there no matter what. People are following us. They're like, hey, you're going to be at the fair? You know, you guys are doing it for free. Fuck it, you know. And then we get to do it in Cali Roots. And people had had their tickets for fucking years. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was more excited for these Cali Roots than, like, any of the other ones. Yeah. Because of a band that I followed since, like, forever. First drop in America. And their first show is Cali Roots. The band is called Dub Inc. They come here, just light up the stage crazy energy they do a little tour up and down this band has been doing it for 25 years they literally just got to cali roots their first american tour and they land there that's their first stop and you know it's it's a it's a test through time where you think hey we know we're gonna do this for a while doesn't matter how long it takes to get there we were blessed with the opportunity shout out to good vibes amy dan for you know giving us the opportunity you know, it's hard fucking work for sure. You know, to anyone who wants to start something, a band, do it, do it, go hard. You know, just know that you got to respect it and, and do it all together. But as a band, these guys have really put it together. And, you know, it's, it feels awesome to be part of it. You know, not only as a guitarist, but like seeing it from the outside in too. Like if I was watching you guys, I'd be like, this is pretty fucking dope, right? They just did a 20 minute set, <laughs> lit it up. Yeah, first time acoustic set, light it up, get off stage, and everyone's like, what the fuck just happened, you know? <laughs> Opening it up, opening up the OG stage, too. So, on again, for me, probably one of the better moments uh, musically as far as performing that I've ever experienced, for sure. I may, so if I may add to that, it was funny because when we did the Monterey County Fair, uh, the engineers, they were like, hey, how come you guys aren't on Cali Roots? I'm like, I, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe one day. And, you know, it's funny because I think – the energy that we put in for ourselves individually and as a collective and then like our immediate family support, I think everyone manifested that, that uh, opportunity of us being there, obviously what the work put in and the material that we've got and the ethic that we bring. It's like, it was interesting enough that 
here I'm at the Monterey County Fair thinking about, you know, the engineers comment, hey, how come you guys are running calorie roots? And I'm breaking down my gear. And then, you know, fast forward to the, to the later on in the year, I'm setting up my gear at Cali Roots. So I'm like, damn, you know what? Everyone manifested that for us. <laughs> so rather, that was you from the future. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're wondering if the Rudians time travel, yes, we do. <laughs> What was the question? <laughs> How do you feel about Kelly Roots, my Kelly son? Roots, man. Did we play that? Yes, we did. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was one of them. Yeah. Lay off that Santa Cruz ganja there, Benzo. <laughs> no, it was amazing. I mean, I think what was most enjoyable was the fact that, as this dude was saying, a lot of people there or leading up to that event said, you guys are going to be on it. You guys are going to be on it. So it's really gratifying just to prove them right. Just to say, like, we got you. We're going to do this because you told us we could. And, you know, we can do more. I think well, I'll say this on top of it, right? Amy Sheehan, she got us to the night market in San City. And that night, the canopy said California Roots. I just told the guys we're in. <laughs> There's a certain confidence when you do what you do, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not being cocky. Some people may look at it like that, you know what I mean? But there's a certain energy. Like, you, I've been doing music for a long time when it comes down to it, right? And you have to believe a certain thing. And I ain't really up for playing just for kicks, bruv. There has to be a goal for each and every one of us. So when we seen that with us, we're in. And that same night, she walked up to us and says, we have to get you into California. Roots. <laughs> that's the wifey. You get me? Yeah. So from there, you say to yourself, if that's coming, how do you prepare? Because then what got to us was the acoustic. And again, I'm not a singer. Our pure singer we have is Steve, our bass man. You get me? So that put pressure. Oh, there was pressure, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you get me? Yeah. But then we had to believe, right? Yeah. Because we had earned that spot, there was something that we're doing correctly that we don't have to worry about because it was told to us. So that night at the night market was where we solidified, right? And then we played one more time at the night market to basically open the season for California Right, yeah, Roots. Cal- Road 2, right? The they Road do- 2, uh-huh. yeah. And we was able to announce it that night. So at the end of the day, for me as well, I have to add this in. My kids have been listening to bars a long time. And to watch my children there, to see us perform, the guys know my children. To see us, to see me as a father perform, that was beautiful. Because these were kids that were being annoyed every day. Listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. You get me? So at the end of the day, for me, the pleasure was going as a group and not as a single person. So each man carries six people. And that's why we call it, we had the song Carry That Low, which is where that lyric comes from. We have a dream. You understand? We won't give up because we carry that load. That load was the pandemic. That load was people getting sick. That was that load was missing shows. That load was, hey, above, let's get this sound right. That load was, repeat that, bro. That's not coming correct. No, it, it's, it's meticulous work on the sound. And that's up to these lot. You get me? That, that's yeah. what they do, right? And, and, and I come in with what I do. But that's, that was energy for me to see everybody be so happy and to see parents Parents that are my age, proud of their kids. <laughs> <laughs> and to be a part of that, as I said, it's a pleasure, but and, and to represent a valley that had only been represented a couple of times in California roots. So we broke something, we shattered something. Yeah. We, we feel, you know what I mean? And again, thanks to Amy and Dan, then the, the opportunity was there and we took it. And, and thank God it came out beautiful. And that was the trippy part too. You know, Terrence mentioned pressure. We had never played acoustic ever. <laughs> We just said, hey, I have an acoustic guitar. You have one too. Right? Uh, let's practice and figure this out. And, you know, fortunately, we were all content with what we worked out. But talk about pressure. You know, we had been 
playing shows, mind you, you know, things opened up a little bit. But at the same time, we just we just came together just like the first time thinking like, okay, how are we going to pull this off? And if you have a chance, yeah, go on YouTube, Sugar Shack. It just dropped two weeks ago. And the, the live set, acoustic set of the Rudians is on there for everyone. And masterfully done. The sound on that thing is great. So check it out. It's, shout out to Sugar Shack. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope as fuck. And one more thing I want to shout out, right? We don't have our drummer that was with us, Izzy. And if he was here, yeah, yeah, he'd shout have out a lot to, to Big say. Is, I mean, man. Big Izzy, I'm telling you, the drummer's fierce. He's gonna be you know listening to this like, ah, yeah, well, he's, he's, he's fierce. That's, a, that's a strong young man. Yeah, you know what I mean, his decisions are good. You know what I'm saying? There was no bad timing, there was no fallout. You know what I mean? Because people like to talk, right? I'm not saying we've heard anything because we keep right. it that clean. Right. You get me? But I have to give a shout out to him because he was there as well. You get not me? only that, but life happens, man. You know, I don't want to, you know, get into his life a little, but, you know, he's having twins. That's like a real deal thing. He's he's a working man and everything. Heavy. And yeah. he's he's literally to that point of, you know, feeling like we did a, a job well done. He was part of the Cali Roots thing. So you'll hear him, you'll see him there. You know, but since then that was that was like his call to last show. Yes. So, you know, we sent him off on what I consider the band's highest moment of playing at a music festival, let alone Cali Roots. You know, Izzy was part of that. So huge, massive shout out to, Big to, Izzy. to Izzy, man. Trust for sure. Well, and that's a good point. Also, that you bring up the uh, again the local band playing this this big international show is I I remember your the county fair show. I was there for for that show, and we were there just because a friend of mine, her cousin, texted her. And we just happened to be in Monterey. I'm like, well, let's go check it out. And there were several people that I knew separately, you know, that were also there at that show. And I'm like. What are you doing? And kind of like it's kind of weird to run into you, and but both of them are like it's the Rudians. The Rudians are you know I'm here for them. So it it seems like again locally, people do see you guys as like our band. You know, it's not like oh damn, there's that's this nice. band that's just gonna you know take off and go to Hollywood or whatever. <laughs> but like these are our people. You know, that's why they seem to want to support. You know, it's not because oh because again Gio's my cousin or something. That's why I went. No, it's like I don't know these guys at all, but. There's just something that draws them to it. And again, I, I think that comes across as like, the friendliness, the openness, whatever, of, of the band. Well, real, bro. There's nothing artificial. Like, mans don't walk through the crowd like they're top line. Yeah, again. We're not above I, yeah. anybody. Like, personally, we don't even like the stage is too tough. We like to be on the ground with the energy of the people. You know what I mean? We don't like to sit above anybody. But at the end of the day, you know, you get what you get. And it's nice to be accepted as a band from Salinas. You know what I mean? The valley itself that we speak for, the valley. Yeah. As well as our hometowns, you know what I mean? You got Gonzalez, Pacific Grove, you understand me? You got Chula, you know. So respectfully, you have what you have, you know, and it's a collective of just just good energy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like we just like to be happy, right? So again, you don't get no one with their head in the air. It yeah. don't happen because you live locally. You know where you stay. Dude, and people from Salinas will fucking tell you. <laughs> hey, they will tell you. They, quickly, will, they, will, they will not will bite you. their tongue. Yeah, yeah, right, right, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they'll be excited <laughs> so to tell you. For me, that's why we started with Homegrown. Our entrance, the, the first, I, I can't call it a song. We're going to turn it into a song. Yeah, definitely. Right. We'll work on that. But it was Homegrown from the Valley. So we wanted everyone to know the first thing we said was home. Homegrown from the valley, and we hail from a backyard town. Not saying Slings is backyard, but we meant backyard by if you just look over there 20 miles. Yeah, that's just look us. over the hill, over yeah, the mountain really yeah, quick. Yeah. That's where we are in the valley. No pretentiousness around here. Dude, and real quick, I also want to 
before we go, the Cali Roots again was at the Monterey County Fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. And I, I love history. I love local history and all that. But if people don't know, I mean, everyone knows about that place, even if they're not aware they know about that place. Yes. Yeah. But if Monterey Pop is was a legendary, legendary music yes. festival. Respect. That happened there. And if you're not familiar with it, you've all seen the picture of Jimi Hendrix burning his guitar. Yep. Every yes. single person. I don't even have to ask anybody. <laughs> Every if Whoever's listening, you've all seen that. That was in Monterey. Mm-hmm. That was at the Monterey Fairgrounds. There's a dot on the stage, right? Right, where that yes. happened that that it's it's crazy how that it, you know it you know it's one thing that cali roots is an international festival but the venue itself yes has History. deep deep roots in in music jefferson airplane and shit you know <laughs> <laughs> and that's, green. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the goal too right the cali roots has different stages for different levels of artists you know we started in the og one where it once started and that was where the main acts were now there's the California root stage, and then there's the bowl where that is at, you know? Yeah. So at some point, you know, that's the goal, too. It's, it's not just, hey, we just played there, that's it, I'm done, wrap it up, cool, later, guys. Nah, we got to elevate and somehow make it there and, you know, see that. I want to see that personally without just going up and seeing the thing. I want to perform on that stage where that actually happened. I want to be able to kind of manifest or take in the energy of that type of shit because it's literally right here, literally in the backyard, man. Yeah. And, you know, again, people don't know that shit. You see that everywhere. You've seen that all over the place. Walk into a Spencer's, you'll go fucking yeah. see shit, you know yeah. I mean? So it's it's definitely really cool. It was funny, too, because, you know, you have people camping out. You have people driving miles across the country, yeah. flying in from, other, from out of the country. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, you meet strangers like, oh, yeah, you know, where are you guys from? 15 minutes that way. Why? Oh, 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 yeah, because I came up from around the world. I'm like, oh, it's, that's great. Welcome to our area. But, yeah, I, I, this is the backyard right here. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah, the backyard town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man scraped his knees out here. <laughs> well, so if people can't wait till the next Cali Roots, what do you guys got going? Where, where can people find your music? And, dude, this is one thing I want to get clear as well. Like, even if it's on Spotify or YouTube or whatever, you have to go to the show. And I'm not just trying to, like, sell tickets or whatever the hell. Like, it's one of those bands or the music is just different. It hits differently it when you're there. It's still great music when you're driving, cruising, put it on Spotify or wherever you can find it. But if you can go see it live, it, it just, it hits differently. But where are you guys doing any shows coming up? Our music is on Apple. It's on Spotify. It is on YouTube. We have some videos. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook group, all of that. So anything that you do have for music streaming, we're probably on it. And, and probably the place you actually want to go is rudians.com. There we go. We'll link to all the videos, all the Spotify, all the YouTube, Instagram, all that. And then you check out what we're doing. On the front page, we have uh, we have that that video embedded from Cali Roots. We got uh, aerial photography from the night market. We got some stuff at the Fox Theater. So we got some different things that you can check out. And that's kind of like the hub to see what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> no, I'm just, yeah, I'm not well, because I want to bring up that video. Because I, well, I don't know what it was called, but the, the music video you guys re- released uh, within the last year. What the hell was it called? It was, But it was really, it was fucking so sick. Uh, Lion in the Jungle? With the cars? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was Lion in the yeah. Jungle, yeah. 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 it's maybe a couple years. Yeah, two years. Yeah, oh, Dude, fucking yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was actually filmed. Two or three weeks before the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. February, yes. yeah. <laughs> I said, we had so much 
so much potential, so many goals right before the pandemic. And it's, you know, <laughs> it sucks, but you know, at least we put it out. You saw it, Oz, so you know, yeah. someone's seen it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I was like, this band's gonna be huge. Yeah. Shout out, John, your camera guy. Yeah, yeah. cameraman over there. And what, what am I missing? Am I missing anything? Do you guys got any, anything to add? For me personally, for me personally, I would just like to say a thank you. You know what I mean? Thank you to you for having us on the podcast. You know what I mean? Giving us some more light. Thank you for those that trusted us. Because one thing I'll tell you, I told the band, you really can't play for yourself when your best friend or someone you know has told someone, come and see this band. You can't have an off night. You understand me? So it's always going to be a pressure, but one you understand that you were built to do. So I'd like to say thanks to the people for supporting us and believing in us, and then just keep supporting us, you know what I mean? Keep sharing our music. We do have new music to come. We just released a song, single called Hands Up, and I'd like to say it's not about race, it's just about system ways, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, for me, just a big shout out to Salinas and anyone surrounding it, because enough people are coming from different areas, you know what I mean? So thank you to everybody f- for your continued support. Yeah, I guess my last words would be, if you have a dream, follow it, and, you know, Hopefully you have a community that supports you as strong as that we have. So thank you to everyone that is part of that community. Yeah, we're all looking at you. You got to say something. We see you. We see you. I mean, I'm not trying to be like like to, to throw out that whole cliche, like the, that that whole reggae one love thing. But you know, love one another. You know, be be kind to your neighbor, to your friends, to even to somebody that doesn't that might not even like you. You know, mm-hmm. you know, for all you know, you're spreading that kindness around and you're. You're building that 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 generation, dude. And we're in a weird place with our country right now. I don't know about just our country, but like society. I don't know. It seems to be kind of on edge. And it's like mm-hmm. yeah. now we're still people at the end of the day, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. it's us versus the universe, motherfuckers. <laughs> like we gotta have each other's back, dude. Us versus the universe. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys. I again, I hope I'm not cutting you out. It is hot. It's Fuck in this studio. And, uh, <laughs> Thank you. But and and yeah, and it's been a long time coming. Now that we've done this, now you've been in the studio again. You you're welcome to come back in any time. Thank you. This was lovely. You, Great stories. And I want to hear, dude. Did you see the? You saw the specials like when they were hitting. See the one thing <laughs> that was my secret. <laughs> question. I was like, damn, I want to turn will, this into a personal interview. Right. I will. Tell I you love this. the specials. It's like one of my favorite. My experience for the song "Hands Up" comes from when I was walking down in London. And I was a little rude boy. I was ten years old, so I had my trilby, my tassels. You understand my white socks, my badges, special selector, madness, all that. So I was running that game over in London. Yeah, there were rude boys, mods, skinheads, rockers, and yeah, teddy boys. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I, I'm dated, but I'm experienced, bro. You understand me? So, for me, rude boy, I lived that life. Yeah, the scars, the specials, all of that. Mans did that. Yeah, so for me, did I ever see him? Nah, I lived it. <laughs> so, there's a difference, right? When yeah. them mans come over and people say, oh, oh, did you see? Did you see? You live in LA? You go to Disneyland? Guess not. Yeah. But everyone else from everyone else is, uh, yeah. is going there, right? So, mm-hmm. my thing is, we lived it. So, that's, that's, the, that's the brilliance, too. The guys get that. We're not trying to sound like, listen, my dad's Jamaican, yeah? And nothing about me sounds Jamaican. You get me? I don't portray what doesn't exist, but you get what you get, and that's what you get with this band. Energy yeah. and love for giving you a difference on the night you came to see us, yeah? So come check it. That's all I'm saying, yeah? Come check the business. No, I, I, I fully agree. Go check them out. You're going to have a great time. You're going to 
leave us a message on Instagram. Be like, you were you were right. Yet again, Salinas Underground called it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you very much. Anyway, thank you guys for coming on the show. And yeah, like I said, come back anytime. Hopefully it's a little cooler that day. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Sure. Peace out. Later, man. Much love. Thanks thank again. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.